This is Together 24-7, episode 52. So before we start the episode, Catherine, I wanted to talk to our listeners about what we do that we're together 24-7. People ask us all the time, how are you together 24-7? What do you do? What do we do that doesn't cause me to kill you? And me to kill you. Uh, not so much that. But seriously, folks, we coach and we help people who want to, couples who want to be together 24-7, who want to create a business with each other because we've been doing it successfully since 2003. And we... We work with you to create a plan. And to come up with rules in your business. To have a division of labor to figure out who does what and where your strengths and weaknesses are. And really important, we teach you how to not to push each other's buttons. So if you'd like to utilize our services, if you're thinking about going into business with your spouse or significant other, if you're exploring what businesses to do, or if you're in business with each other and you need to get to that next level and some personal stuff is getting in the way, let's sit down with you. We do a free consultation and then we can figure out whether or not our services are right for you. So Go to the website or give us a call at 602-399-7430. Welcome to Together 24-7, the show that talks to entrepreneurial couples about their business lives, their personal lives, and how to balance both without driving each other crazy. Here's your hosts, Barry and Catherine Cohen, showing how you can be business partners with your sweetheart and sweethearts with your business partner. Barry and Catherine have been married since 1996, in business together since 2003, and have survived to talk about it. Welcome to another episode of Together 24-7. I am your co-host, Barry, and husband. I'm your co-host, Catherine, and wife. Good wife. <laughs> Why are we here, Kat? Uh, we're, we're here to interview the Bunyards. We're all the way out in Queen Creek on uh, a dirt road. Yeah, like you said on the way over here, the Romans made better roads the, than these. The Ro my people made way better roads. <laughs> it was bad. Way better roads. It was bad. But that's okay. That's these, okay. These we're roads here. were not designed for a Prius. No, no. Not very many roads are designed for a Prius. <laughs> the Romans did not design Prius roads either. I was scared. So here we are with John and, John and Connie Bunyard. And I said that right, didn't I? Good job. Okay, yes, get, excellent, excellent, excellent. Uh, use my guy... Handyman Services. So the company is Use My Guy Services. They are a handyman company. They've been around for five years now. They're out of Queen Creek, Arizona. John and Connie have been together for 37 years. They are married 34 years. They have seven kids. <laughs> I know. We have we have two cats. Can, can, can you say that again? How many? Seven. Seven? Yeah. We, 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 well, we have, well, we've got two cats and five hens, so does that count? Not even Not a even close. <laughs> We have 23 hens in the yard. And a cow. And a cow. And a cow. Oh, oh and a cow. So, and the cow. Is the cow named? Yes. So okay. that means you, he's not dinner. He's oh, not he's di definitely dinner. Sirloin. Oh. Sirloin. 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 <laughs> this one's not sirloin. This is Charlie. This is Charlie. So, they, so the children range in age 32, 27, 23, 21, 19, 17, 15. Hike. You're it. Uh, you're it. I don't know. I don't know. So John's been in the service industry his whole life. In the 80s, he was a pool builder out of California. He went to Bible college. Are, are you still doing anything with the Bible college? No. 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 I went to Fashion Institute of Technology. Are you doing that's, anything in fashion? That's exactly it. That's why this is that's audio and not video. That's my point. <clears throat> <laughs> so you expanded a mobile home park. You added 100 spaces to that. You got licensed in concrete, electrical, plumbing, all this stuff here in Arizona. You came to Arizona. You managed the park. You lived in the park. You moved out of the park. Um, 
and employment came or the business came for you after being unemployed for two years. Right. It's that's that's kind of a that drives people to, you know, to do crazy things like be self-employed. Well, we tell people that all the time, don't we? Yes. We we know people that are unemployed, but they have talent, they have skills, and we say to them, just start your own business. Just start your own Absolutely. business. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you guys came out here. You enjoy the farm living. Love it. And it it really is very pretty. It it's uh, you're on an acre, two acres, an acre, an acre, an acre. So that's that's super nice. It's when you went to work for a hardware store, John, that you decided to get some side jobs. You learned a lot there. Tell us a little bit about that. <laughs> I'm making little signals for John to come in closer. So that little that little pause that you heard. Was John coming in closer to the mic? Uh, John also said when we walked in, I'm not talking. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why he's talking. Well, the, uh, the hardware store was out of uh, kind of necessity. I was a field superintendent for a uh, commercial landscape company for years. And when the economy took a dump, the job was gone. The uh, company that I worked for, they kept us on salary for almost two years after everything had completely dropped, wow! Uh, after two years, he says, I'm sorry, it's not picking back up. You need to do something. And I was like, I can't believe you guys kept me on this long. Thank you so much. Uh, then I couldn't get a job after that because every time I went to go to get a job, well, you're overqualified. You want too much money. Uh, this is just an interim position until a better job comes along. And I'm like, you know what? I got a wife. I got seven kids. I got four horses. I got a uh, chickens and cows and pigs. And I says, I need work. Uh, the hardware store came along, and it was uh, it was amazing. Uh, we we'd uh, I'd been there for almost a year, and during that time, the prob- biggest problem that I had was, uh, as with most companies, they hire more employees than they have time for, so they divide the time out to everyone. So here I am with all these different things, and I'm only getting 20 hours a week at ten dollars an hour. So I asked the owner if uh, if he minded if I did part time work with people that came in and purchased material. And he said, as long as we don't get any complaints. Well, didn't have any complaints. Next thing we know, after almost a year, I've got three months worth of solid work built up from people who are willing to wait for me because they, you know, they liked my work and they liked who we were. Uh, so I said to Connie, I says, I think it's time for us to start our own business. And thus, Use My Guy was started at that point. We had three months worth of solid work. It was great. Then the musicians started coming in. You know, they had accordion effect. A lot right. of work, mm-hmm. then you do it, and then you have to go out and sell it, and you have nothing for in that time, and then you get the accordion effect where you're just, you know, just busy, then nothing. Busy, then nothing. Uh, brought my son Jacob on, and that was probably the best thing we did. Uh, at that point, he was able to take over the work while I was selling, and it just, we lost the accordion effect. Uh, and then from there, it's just been awesome. Terrific. And then, Connie, you were selling Mary Kay, and you homeschooled the kids, mm-hmm. so you had this whole little thing going on with. Do you stick them in crazy. different? Do you stick them in different rooms when you? No, nope, you all sit at the table together oh. and and everybody open does their the books up and let it happen. That's wild. That's why I don't know that I would have the patience to do that. I'm not a patient person, so it's like, here, go to Sister Mary Margaret; she'll teach you something. <laughs> I never <laughs> noticed you weren't patient. You never noticed that. No, and that was Sister Mary Elephant, by the way. Sister Mary Elephant, yes. <laughs> No, I had Sister Mary Margaret. I actually had Sister Mary Margaret. So you then decide to come into the business. Uh, you started the business that use my guy handy services, handyman services. Um, you started the business five years ago. 
Tell me a little bit about getting into the business and the kids getting into the business too. We love it when families are. It has just, it's been an amazing journey. Um, I don't quite remember it the way John said though. I feel like I was one that kept pushing him to start the business because he has amazing skill. And I kept saying, you just need to start your own company because you can do this. And anyways, he did finally do it obviously. And, um, it's turned out awesome. Um, as far as myself, I had been networking, trying to do my Mary Kay business. And when we started our company, I had said that I couldn't do that anymore. I'm not going to be one of those persons who goes and you know has multiple jobs that they try to sell. So I stopped doing Mary Kay and just completely focused on the business and networking our business. And that's really how we've grown our business is just with referrals and networking. And um, it's been absolutely amazing. And... Four of the children, three boys, one of the girls are in the business with you. Yes. Yep. Our 19-year-old daughter um, last year, middle of last year, had said that she really wanted to help us with our networking because she loves people and she's a real people person. So she came on board and does probably three or four meetings for us a week. And um, she's actually even a moderator of one of the meetings. And um, then our boys, um, they've come along too. And our, one of them is an apprentice, and I would say the other two are probably journeymen. They do an amazing job. And the, and everybody's working in the business. What about the other kids? They're out of the house. They're working in the business. How many are still home out of the, out of the seven? Oh, the look. Out of this the is, 87 wow. kids. No, seven. It's only seven, honey. At the end of last year, we um, actually acquired all but two. And the other one, one of them lives very close, and the other one is in Mesa. And um, it's... I love it. I told my husband, we can't downsize. We have to upsize because soon they'll be bringing their spouses and their children. And I want a place for them to hang out. And, and <laughs> this is why we need video because John is making motions that he wants a smaller place. And, and Connie's going, no bigger, no bigger, no bigger. It's amazing uh, that they actually can fit on the couch and on the floor and on air beds when they come back to visit. And here's just a little tip from us living so far away from our families. Don't make it too comfortable. They'll stay. <laughs> they will stay that. for a very long oh, time. Yeah. Get get uncomfortable beds. Yeah, that's what my mother-in-law did. The bed Don't, is horrifying. And and cook lousy food. It's, <laughs> I know you're probably a fantastic cook, <laughs> but fake it. Just fake it. Just, just fake yeah, it. Yeah. Just okay. for a little bit. But mom, I remember, no, no, this is how it always was. So, John, you were an <laughs> entrepreneur in the past. Tell us a little bit about that. And and then we'll ask Connie about how you just suddenly became one. Yeah, suddenly this. Uh, well, it's, I, I was an auto mechanic for years, and we were up to living up in Oregon, and uh, we'd had our first baby in 1984, and the sun came out one day in nine months. And she says to me, uh, I'm going to California. I need the sun. You can come with me or you can stay. And I said, load the U-Haul. We're going back to California. So, <laughs> Thank goodness. So at that point, um, I had had uh, we had an aunt that had a position in working at Firestone, and uh, so I was offered a pretty decent job. But it took me longer to get back than we anticipated, uh, so the job position was filled. Well, during the time that I was waiting for it to open up again, I took a part-time job working at a pool supply house, and the uh, actually it was uh, can you say a name? Yeah, sure. you say whatever uh, you it want. Was, it was Master Pools in uh, Palm Desert, California, and. I worked behind the counter. Then after a while, I said, hey, you know, I, I really understand motors and electric, and I just have this real good mechanical thing. Can I work with uh, Bill Jr. out in the field? 
And they said, sure. So they put me in repairs. And then from repairs, we did some construction. And I just absolutely fell in love with the industry. So uh, after a few years of uh, working with them, I went to work for uh, Riviera Pools. Uh, George Elkins is the person that... uh, uh, it got me to the point where I could get my license. So I got my C53. We started building swimming pools and uh, just had a phenomenal business building pools and absolutely loved it. Uh, I was a workaholic. I'd get up, I'd be out by 4 o'clock in the morning, back in by 11 o'clock at night, and just totally enjoyed it six, seven days a week. Uh, we were not Christians at the time, so Sunday was just another day to go out and make money. And and it, that's uh, that's the way it went for years. Uh so that's pretty much it. Yeah, I, I would say you don't have to be any particular re- religion to take a day off. Agreed. Uh, agreed, right? But yes. you have to want to take a day off. You have off. to want to take yeah. that day off. It's, it, some, it's of, a good, some of us have to force ourselves to that, take a yeah, day off. Yeah, that's true. Right. It, it always is a good, see, but it says right here, honey. Um, <laughs> and now, Connie, you had said you were not an entrepreneur no. Like ever? No, never. No, I was a stay-at-home mom. Well, no, but you you were an entrepreneur because you had your own Mary Kay business. True. Which you have to, you know, for anybody who doesn't know direct selling, you've, you know, you've got support, but you go out and you make the parties and you get your own customers and you make ugly women pretty. No, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> you try anyways. <laughs> well, we we always called her the social butterfly for years because she just never met a stranger. Uh, was always the talk, you know, when went to parties or get-togethers or something. Uh, where's Connie? Oh, she's ten people over there, and I'm in the corner going, "Is it time <laughs> to go yet?" <laughs> but she's she's always had the great personality. So that's um, you know they say opposites attract. Uh, I was the corner person, she was the ball person, and here we are. <laughs> Well, you've noticed, Catherine, that when we got here, John said he's not talking. Yes, I know. And he hasn't stopped. And he hasn't stopped. He hasn't stopped. (laughs) So what was it like jumping in and saying, okay, first first you pushed John out there and you had him get his own business. At what point did you come into it and say, you know, I've got to help out with this? And I've Right away. Right away. I mean, we were partners from the beginning. I took over the, I mean, I answered the phones, scheduled the appointments, did the billing. I don't know how men, I'll say men, I don't know how they do it on their own. You know, they're going to these networking meetings and they're trying to fit in their work and they're answering their phones and they're doing everything. And I, I don't know how it can be done. So I didn't, I never anticipated that John would do it alone. And it was always that this is what we were going to do and we were going to build it for our family. And we're just really thankful that, you know, people are joining on with us and um, they have the same vision. So that's really cool. And and when did you like sit down and go, okay, we're doing this, we're doing this well, and it's not negatively affecting our marriage? It never did. Never. It just, it never did. It, We've always been a really good team. We're really blessed. Very cool. Very cool. You, know, we, you already hit on this a little bit. So um, there is definitely a division of labor in yes. the business. Um Connie, obviously, your back office uh, appointments, scheduling, probably billing. John, you're you're the guy out there. You're doing the the, the actual servicing of the clients. Right. Is, John, John is doing the stuff that you refuse to do in the house. Exactly. Okay. That's why we hire people. I'm a computer guy. I don't build stuff. Come on. Uh, so, is there any overlap in your responsibilities? Anyone? Not Anyone? really. No. No. no, she she doesn't go out in the field and tell me how to do my work, and I don't come in the house and tell her how to do hers. 
Actually, most of the time. Yeah, that's not most, true. Most of the time. Occasion, so. Occasionally we have a little overlap. Sometimes I'll go on estimates and take pictures and that kind of thing and just meet a person if my, if my technicians are all busy and I don't want to, you know, put a customer off and it's close and I'll just go and meet them. And, um, and then occasionally he does have suggestions for me because we all have room for improvement, right? Absolutely. I like the way you said that. <laughs> Absolutely. So I think, I, I think it's important for the listeners to realize that that it's not a terrible thing to overlap. It's not a, you know, it's not a bad thing to know what the other person is doing and to be able to help to, Absolutely. not to do their job. I mean, you know, we don't need to go crawling around in attics no. or do anything like that. No. But to what? take pictures and to... Me either. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, but if she did, then she would know more of what we do instead of just, going, oh, piece of cake. <laughs> She has trust and faith in your abilities. Amen. That's, That's right. right. That's right. And I see pictures all the time. Stop it. <laughs> For those who didn't hear it, was stop it. Stop. No, we, we don't have entities in the mic. That we was actually have... John whispering. Yeah, that was Stop John. it. No, we did have one of those interviews, though, once, so that was cool. Yeah, anyway, keep going. It's your turn. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, no doubt a problem. So, so I want you guys to think way back into the deep, dark crevices of your mind and tell us the biggest entrepreneurial disagreement, argument, or fight that you guys have had. We really don't. No disagreements? We... Nothing? No, we're both pretty... I, I feel like we both very much respect the other person's opinion and um, unless it's outlandish, which neither of us have come up with anything really outlandish, we're just easy going and okay, sounds good. Let's try it. Fantastic. And, yeah, we're well, really just blessed. A, there's just a few times and uh, you know where an, an irritation will take place and then it kind of comes back into the home. Uh, but other than that, and that's what we want to get to. <laughs> the irritation. Well, that, seriously, you know, we don't want to paint a picture of of. Um, Un- unrealistic expectations, I don't think. But I, I, yeah. yeah, I don't think anybody. Cause I, I mean, there are people listening to to this show, and I don't think any couple in business together can go one hundred percent of the time agreeing on everything. It just, I mean, I, I, I mean, Catherine and I get along great, but we will have disagreements, not arguments or brawls. It's just. We disagree, we talk it out, we get move on with our lives. Well, we do have disagreements. Yeah. And probably it would be when I fail to do my job correctly and they fail to do their job correctly. And but I feel I don't know. I feel like, you know, we air it and it's done. And it's not it's not anything that you ever let linger because then your lives would be miserable. Oh, absolutely. And Good would advice. not be successful. Probably the biggest uh, the biggest problem that we have isn't between the two of us, it's the customers. And, you know, customers are our business, but, you know, once in a while, a customer will say, well, I just have this small job. Shouldn't take more than an hour to do. So you show up with an hour's worth of mentality and you've already booked the rest of the day. Uh, and then you get out there and you're, it turns out to be a five or six hour or half a day or a whole day job. And then they're going, well, but you said it was only going to be this. And it's like, well, but you told me it was only this. Right. So that's where, that's where, that's probably the disagreement that we have most is why, you know, why she didn't get more information about the job before I actually, or the technicians actually showed up and went, uh, dad, you want to come to this? Cause we're going to need some help. <laughs> I, I think, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I, customers and customers are our lifeblood. And if you're an entrepreneur, nobody's giving you a paycheck. You're getting it from your customers. 
but they could be the biggest source of your um, frustration, frustration, and, and the biggest source of problems. And you know, and that's great. How do you know? How do you handle it now? Does that come back home? Does well, it, I, I was just going to add a little bit more to that. Uh, we we've serviced, I'd say, over twelve hundred customers, and, and that's not keep coming back. That's new people, and the uh, the percentage of problems that we have there are, are so little. I mean, like. Five out of twelve hundred. Yep. I mean, it's so minimal, but the uh, the majority of our customers are absolutely phenomenal. I mean, you know, they call us back. We love to, you know, we love to go out and work for them. Uh, you know, they just they don't balk at the work. They they like what we do. They like who we are. And when they meet us, they're they're like, oh, this is exactly what I thought you guys would be like. <laughs> That's always so, so fun. It's always so fun. So, so yeah. So let's look at the flip side of that. Tell us some of the joys you have of living and working together. Oh, the completion. I mean, this this is like a completion of who we are. Uh, this this it, not necessarily the handyman business, but the working together is more of a completion. I mean, we've we we started ministry together. Uh, when we do Sunday schools, we do that. We we do our ministry together. Uh, we serve together. We live together. We love together, and our business is together. So. And I think uh, without her, I know without her, this business wouldn't be where it is today. And it's, uh, it's she's quite an amazing lady. I wish there was a camera here <laughs> filming because they Connie so is adorable. looking. She's adorable. She's gushing. She's, she's got, they look like they just got married. It's so cute. Uh, <laughs> kind of. The honeymoon's still not over. <laughs> And that's a whole totally different kind of show. And we don't want to put explicit no, 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 on no, this. No, so, no, yeah, no. no. <laughs> So, Connie, do you agree with that? I do. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I totally, I, I mean, I totally do. It is, you know, I mean, you know, the Word of God says that a man and a woman come together and they become one. And this is just, like John said, a completion of us being one and, um, and running our business together and just doing life together. You know, the, the whole, you know, when you, you talk about uh, arguments and stuff, you know, you ever squashed your finger? Yeah. Smacked your thumb? Stubbed your toe? You, you, it hurts, right? Yeah, absolutely. You get mad and you maybe say something that you don't mean, and and you know. So she it, means Catherine means it every time. I'm Italian. I <laughs> but, need it all. <laughs> but the pain's gone, and yep. once the pain's gone, you forget about it. That's okay? right. That's that's the way business is with us. We do stub our toe occasionally, but you know what? Once it's done, it's done. Uh, next time you stub your toe, you go, "Okay, why did I kick that same rock again?" <laughs> so. It happens. It happens. But that's that's wonderful. So. Tell our listeners one or two things you guys do to separate family time and business time. Date night. Date night. We do a date night every week. That's like clockwork. I mean, occasionally, because life happens, you know, we miss it. But we, re- I mean, our kids will be like, it's time for a date. Y'all need a date. And <laughs> so they want you out of the house. They do, basically. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I thought they were just being nice, Barry. No, they were having a party. You're probably right. Probably right. I wonder the house is so clean when we come yeah, home. Right. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. What do they do? Four of the children are involved in your business. Mm-hmm. What do they do? And they li- do all four that are work in the business. I know at least your young, your one daughter. Do they all four live here as well? No, two of them live here, and one lives next door. And one lives and next the other door. One lives in Mesa. In Mesa. Mm-hmm. So, what do they do then? Especially the two that live here to separate. I just worked all day with mom and dad. Now I'm going, ho- I'm going back home to mom and dad. How do they separate it? 
Well, there's there's no problem. Yeah, I mean, our two boys they they like to do rock stuff. They make jewelry and stuff, so they go out to the shed and hang out in the shed. Ah, there's one of them right there. That's John. And hi, John. Hi, John. So they make you know they hang out in the shed. They do. We are we're a really outdoor family. We like to go hiking, so we do a lot of hiking and and I think I think they feel pretty much like we do. That I mean, we're it's not like. I've had enough of you. I got to get out of here. You know, I've been with you all day. I don't. I yeah, don't they, feel like it's that way. They work together. They come home and they play pool together. They'll go hiking together. I mean, it's you know we have a close family and we've been really blessed with everybody getting along real well. Do you talk business around the dinner table? Sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes yeah. Sure. That was that was uh, me growing up. My parents had a a store, a retail store, so we talked business around the table. You guys didn't. You guys, no, my father just used the kitchen table as his office. Right, all all that have and it still happens to this day is your mother just got yells at you two before you got. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> your mother yells at your father to clean up the kitchen table, and uh, and that's pretty much it. So, yeah, what business books are you guys reading right now? Um, I actually just started a book club today. I'm really excited. Um, the book is the Entrepreneurial Roller Coaster by. Darren Hardy, I think is what oh, it is. Oh, Darren Hardy. He's, yes. He does the morning things. Yes. Cool. And I'm super excited um, for that. Uh, one of our favorite books probably is The E-Myth. I think that that's a really sure. good book for anyone Michael that's Gerber, just right? started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. To start a business because it really helps you to think, you know, is this your project, your hobby, or is it actually going to be a viable business? And um, so, yeah, those are... And, and listeners, we will have those books and links to them on the show notes for this episode. So go ahead and look for that. And, and I'm going to add one more for, for the Darren Hardy thing. He does these morning little two-minute videos yes. that'll come to you in email. We'll also have that because they're pretty inspirational. They're pretty cool, the little videos. I did just learn about those today. And he does um, Periscope as well, I heard. We, we Periscope. Do you? Yeah, we yes, Periscope we the chickens. <laughs> We do. We periscope the chickens. Well, we we have a thing now. Um, Catherine calls it Foul Friday. <laughs> and and do we, we want she, to know? F O W L. L for the fowls for the chickens. Yeah. It's, well, there's five of them, and you have to understand. Barry and I grew up in New York City. Okay. This is a new adventure. I think anything farm-like is very strange. How many roosters? None, none. none. We, they all go back. We can't have them in Phoenix. Yeah, they, uh, yeah. They make too they, much noise. We just, uh, we out, out of all of the nine that we had gotten, two unfortunately passed away um, it, it, over time, and then um, two turned out to be roosters. Mm-hmm. And we just brought one back recently, and they are having a blast. They're doing what young rooster boys do there on a farm go. that produces chickens. So, <laughs> so there you have it. Oh gosh! So let let's go, and ending out the business part of this. And if you can give our listeners one piece of advice, what would it be? And either of you can answer. Always be ready to forgive. Mm, that's great one. Yeah, that's fantastic. I think without forgiveness, you can just bag a marriage. You can't move on. No, you can't move on. I I no. think that is. Some of the best advice we've had. That is really, really. That is good really stuff. sweet. That is really sweet. Yeah, I never bought into the uh, what was it, Love Story. The the movie Love Story. You didn't see it. It was a chick flick. It was an early chick flick. 
Was it before 1977? Yes, it was before yes. 1977. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was, and for years they were doing the love means never having to say you're sorry. Oh no, oh, no. you're saying you're sorry, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, one, but, of the, one of the other things that I always say is you always give without thought of return. Yeah. And and that's really helped out a lot because if you're if you're giving 100 percent without getting anything in return, but you're giving it because you don't necessarily want anything when you do get it. It's it's just icing on the cake. Sure. So and when you do give that way, you do get it returned. Absolutely. Always. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. We do. So let's go ahead and move on. Catherine, you want to take it? Uh, you know, I overtook you completely and absolutely. So you want to go ahead and sure, sure, I'll do it. This is the food round. Wait, do I have an effect for the food food round? Nah. No, I was don't. gonna do an echo and stuff, but no. Nah. No. Nah. Let's just do the food rounds. <laughs> crunch, 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 crunch. <laughs> Uh, and, and this is just for fun. We love to do this with our guests. So tell us either what is your favorite meal to cook together as a family or your favorite meal at your favorite restaurant? Favorite meal at our favorite restaurant is uh, Texas Roadhouse is the restaurant. And we share a 12-ounce prime rib with everything baked potato. And that's uh, yeah, that's what we like. Oh, I yep. she just goes along with it. Yeah, it's it, you know any, yeah, anything I'm, beef. Yeah, is, I'm, I'm salivating a little bit because yeah. beef, beef so is my are. favorite. There and, you go. And tell us how do you like your steak prepared? A medium rare. Yes, excellent. Yeah. excellent. You can the stay. best way. You can stay. Yeah, okay. we would have to just get up and leave Uh-oh. if uh, if we didn't. So let's take a quick break and uh, we'll come back with our pet peeve, which is fun. Hey, everybody, we know you love audio. Why else would you be listening to this podcast? Through audible.com, together 24-7 listeners can get a free audiobook. That's a free audiobook and a 30-day free trial. There's over 180,000 titles to choose from. Just go to www.audibletrial.com slash together. Again, the website is www.audibletrial.com slash together listeners you have a business you need a website there are a million choices out there so where do you turn well hostgator.com has one click wordpress installs or you can use their drag and drop website builder they also have service and support available around the clock every day of the year so you know you're in good hands they already have low prices and now hostgator.com has taken it a step further for our listeners Use promo code TOGETHER247 to get 25% off their hosting services. Don't wait. Hit pause now and sign up at HostGator.com, unless you're driving. Then wait till you get where you're going. Remember, use promo code TOGETHER247 to get an additional 25% off at HostGator.com. And we're back. Today's pet peeve. Connie has a great pet peeve, and this one is definitely business-related specifically to their business. So, Connie, tell us what you got. Um, I feel bad because I know they have pet peeves, too, but my pet peeve is... Remember, they don't have a podcast that they're... they're... (laughs) I have my ears closed. (laughs) Um, Is uh, we all share a Google Google Calendar, and... um, I put the information that I get from the customer, which isn't always enough, but then they need to fill it in at the end, how many hours they spent, the materials they bought, and that kind of thing. And often they get busy, which I understand, but at some point in time, it's got to be completely filled out so that I can bill or at least do invoicing if they've already gotten payment. So that would I would say that's my biggest pet peeve is them 
just going on with their day and not completing that end of their job. I think you should dock their salary. Do you think? I think. Okay. I don't get anything already. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I get to get less? You're going to owe her money at the end of the day. That's how it's going to go. Stocking money. (laughs) Oh. That's right. All right. Yeah. So where where here um, where in the Phoenix metropolitan area do you guys service? Because you're out of Queen Creek, Arizona, which is way outside which is of Phoenix, way outside but still of my part of the, still part of the Phoenix metropolitan area. Right. We actually we service. I would almost say the whole valley. We go to Scottsdale. We go to Glendale. We go Surprise. all over, and not necessarily because that's where our customers are. We do. Um, subcontracting for a company and so it takes us there probably one or two days a week on the west side and so when we have someone that calls then we can work around that schedule and we can fit it in and get over there and get things taken care of for our customers wonderful and we'll have up on the uh on the show notes page on the website usemyguyservices.com and uh if you want to read more about them and learn about john and connie and how you can have seven kids 37 years together, marry 34, be as happy as they are, be as, uh, and work with your kids, work with, you know, four out of the seven of them. Incredible, incredible people. I would have offed myself a long time ago. Well, yeah, well, you know, <laughs> neither of us have a lot of patience. So, you know, so there's that. And yet we work together. Facebook, please like them. Use my guy. We'll have all that information there. Guys, thank you so much for being on the show, for sharing a little bit about how you do it so successfully. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yep. Wonderful. And to our wonderful audience, we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We want to thank you again for listening. Be sure to go to iTunes to subscribe to our podcast, rate it, and review it. And if you have any suggestions, just email us directly, together at together247.net. Check us out on our website at together247.net slash resources for some great ideas resources and offers for your business and don't forget to click on our sponsors links as well do you own a business with your sweetheart we'd love to hear from you email us at guests at together247.net and don't forget we have a new episode every monday and every thursday so go ahead and subscribe and keep on listening